0: All right, we are excited for this week's episode of Awakening the Sleeping Giant. We are going to be discussing some of the structural setup of church planting and what that looks like from a biblical perspective uh, so we can be much more effective in our planting of churches. So as we look in scripture, what we start to see is is that Jesus begins his ministry by focusing on the 12 disciples. Uh, Okay, so he he focuses on discipleship. Uh, He teaches the disciples what it means to be a Christian, what it means to live the Christian life. And that is where his ministry begins. It's important for us to notice that the ministry of jesus does not start with church planting that's absolutely critical for us to understand because in north america that seems to be where ministry begins is with church planting um both we we find that both in the mission field you know and here locally within the united states his ministry always seems to start with church planting that is not what we find in scripture in fact The North American idea of church planting is not a biblical uh, method of building the church at all. Uh, In fact, it's actually, actually the exact opposite of what we find in Scripture which makes sense of why it's not working very well. So we see Jesus teaching the 12 disciples, and we see him walking with them in life, not just teaching them ministry, but actually living life with them, doing life together, right? Uh, You know, we we lived in Puerto Rico as missionaries, and I, I always would joke, you know, that, you know, this is a great place for us to be serving because Jesus spent most of his time on the beach which was so true. If you read so many of the stories, Jesus was actually on the beach all the time. Right? He loved the beach. He loved the water. And why? Because he was spending life with those he was discipling. It wasn't just like this discipleship program Jesus had set up where, hey, we're going to meet on Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for an hour, and I'm going to teach you some stuff. That was not Jesus's idea of discipleship. His idea of discipleship is life on life discipleship. As we are living out our lives as mature believers, we are taking others along with us and discipling them through that process. That really is not what we find in scripture. And so what we find take place are these small churches start to develop uh eventually right we see acts come where the the church really is born in acts 2 and then what we start seeing is is really a focus on small simple house churches uh a very simple in the sense of there's not much structure at all there's not even really any leaders or elders appointed at this time and that is how the church started in the new testament that is not how we start things here in the United States. So we have to look back at scripture and say, OK, well, why did it happen like that? What was, you know, the reasoning? And the reasoning was because discipleship was the key focus. It was not a church gathering. It was the church. And really what at all the gathering consisted of in scripture were those local within a certain community who were believers who came together to worship to fellowship etc cetera, etc cetera. and so we see really the the simple structure or the simple church or house church you know whatever terminology you want to use that is what we see as the beginning of a church. And then what we start to see further on is in Acts, we start to see uh, the gospel spreading and the church growing. But opposite of what we see here in the United States, we do not see singular locations grow in numbers. We actually start to find multiple smaller churches developing within a community. And so that's important for us to understand as well. Even though the church was growing, they did not feel the need for every single Christian to gather together in one big meeting or in one big church on a regular basis that we just do not find that in Scripture. Now, what we do find in Scripture is the larger gathering of believers occasionally. Right. There were certain times and certain uh, reasons for the church coming together on a larger a number base than in the house church and so that's really how we need to start structuring our church plans is starting small starting very simple with house churches and really be focused on discipleship teaching others to obey what Jesus taught us and then as we start applying that the natural outcome will be the gospel being spread and people coming to Christ and the church growing and so once the church got to a certain size we start to see, Paul writing letters, you know, to address some of these things. Once the church got to a certain size, there started to become, you know, not necessarily problems, but. Issues that arise in every setting where there's a larger number of people. So that's when the elders were appointed. Now, they still did not like institute themselves or organize themselves into a church like we would see today. They still were the local church within the community. But now what took place is now elders were appointed over that local church, which consisted of multiple simple small house churches. Okay, that we're meeting on a regular basis in, in doing all the things that we see taking place in scripture that the church did. And so now you have developed the local church. Once elders are put in place, because there's so many people coming to Jesus, we need some organization. And and, and again, it is important for us to understand that when the local church was formed, that did not mean everybody in the same town gathered together on the same day of the week together all the time. We don't find that in scripture. They still stayed within their simple church setting. They were just now more organized as the church within a certain town or certain community. And so as that church grew, so as the message of the gospel started spreading beyond their local community or beyond their local town or city, right, we start seeing other churches pop up, right? Other small, simple house churches pop up in neighboring towns, neighboring communities. And this is because, you know, people with the gifting of an apostle had gone out and started new work in a new area. And so as those churches start to develop and as they get to the point where they put elders in place, you know, within their local community, now you are starting to see what we would refer to as the regional church so the regional church what that really would be is all of the local churches that consist of all of the simple house churches within a region uh so like where i live we could say like it's uh southwest michigan would be the region where we are. Right. So we'll take, um, Hamilton, Allegan, uh, Hopkins, Fenville, Sagatuck. We'll take those areas. That would be like the regional church, right? And with, within that one big regional church, there are multiple local churches that consist of multiple small, simple churches within each community. So rather than starting big, like we're taught in the United States, We need to be starting small like we are taught in Scripture. And the reason for that is, is because if we start big, discipleship is next to impossible. But if we start out small with discipleship as the base, discipleship will just be a natural outcome of what we are as the church, because that is our foundation, OK, it's not going to work to take a group of a one hundred, a thousand, whatever, and and get them to the point where we feel like they're mature enough to you know let them disciple others. That's not going to work. In fact, that's not even taught in Scripture. So what we see developing, we see small, simple churches going out, being in the church, spreading the gospel, growing, which develops the local church. And as that local church spreads the gospel to other churches regions or other local areas, then the regional church is formed. And now what starts taking place as those regional churches start to grow and mature, what ends up happening is they start spreading beyond their region. And so everything beyond their region, we would consider the whole body church. That is the universal body of Christ, all believers, right? So we go small, simple church, We go local church, we go regional church, we go whole body church. Okay. And then we also have a way that we have set up leadership according to scripture within each of those distinct church types that follow scripture and also have accountability laid in all throughout. Okay. So as these simple churches grow into the local churches, Elders are appointed based on the qualifications that we find in Scripture, and and so elders are appointed, deacons are appointed, and and each of them are held accountable kind of down the line, right? And so as you start seeing, you know, the elders are held accountable by each other, but they're also held accountable by the body— through those that they are discipling, because we are all called to hold each other accountable. That's another benefit to starting out small with discipleship. We build up these relationships where we feel comfortable being held accountable and holding other people accountable because we have a relationship with them, and that is going to overflow into what we are as the church. And so we have to change our mindset on what we understand church to be, because what we see in North America is not the biblical church. It's, it's just not. We we do not find much of what we see in the North American church in scripture, or at least in the proper context of what scripture is teaching. And so as we move forward, we want to ask ourselves some questions. Why are we doing what we're doing? First of all, are we doing it just simply because this is what we were taught in college or this is the church type we grew up in and this is all we know and that's why we are doing it? Or are we doing it because this is what we were taught in scripture and this is what Jesus Teaches? Those are two extremely important questions. Now hear me, I'm not saying that traditional churches are inherently wrong or inherently bad. That is not the case at all. Anytime Christians come together to fellowship and to worship and, and to praise God, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. There are many of thousands and millions of people that have been saved within the walls of the traditional church. I'm not saying nothing good happens there. That's not what I'm saying at all. But we have to keep this in mind. We have to understand that God is holy and God will do exactly what he says he will do. And God tells us that he will take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it towards his good. Okay. So what that means in the context of a traditional church is God will take what was not in his intention and make good come out of it. So we cannot use what our church is doing or the fruit that is coming out of our church as a gauge for if we're doing it right or not. We cannot use what's taking place within our church as a gauge. The only gauge that we should be using is scripture. Does our church structure align with the Bible? Does it align with the purpose of the Bible? Does it make sense? Does it work like the Bible says the church should be working? Because if we are not seeing needs being met, if we are not seeing people coming to Jesus, if we are not seeing the gospel preached on a regular basis, if we are not seeing regular baptisms, if we are not seeing dramatic Christian growth within our community, we have got to admit to ourselves that our church is not Working properly. Okay. Now, that's not saying it was taking place within our church, right? Because lots of great things can happen within the walls, but does that transcend into the community to radical? change. And that's significantly different than, you know, having some event at the church and somebody coming to Jesus, but nothing changes within the community because there's no discipleship going on or or no ministry going out on outside the walls. Okay. There's a difference. But the main purpose of this podcast today really was to focus in on the fact that the North American church is doing church backwards. We are planting churches backwards and the and again going back to a couple other podcasts the reason is is because when we plant a church big we cannot focus on discipleship we because discipleship is a slow process we have to focus on numbers because we need the income to pay the bills, right? So we're starting backwards, not only logically, but from a biblical perspective. So when we are church planting, we've got to start small with simple house churches, then grow into a local church, grow into a regional church, and then the whole body church. And out of that comes a whole array of things that works much more in line with scripture. And and We start seeing Acts 2 fulfilled. We start seeing the commandments of Christ fulfilled. And we actually start seeing significant world change when the church starts functioning like the church is meant to function, not like we've been taught it's supposed to function. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, It's a little shorter. I hope that helped a lot. If you have any questions, you can always feel free to email me at... Be bethechurch.go at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us there. You can always go to our website, madetheexchange.com. There's lots of information there. If you are interested in a evangelism or a discipleship workshop, uh, please go to our website, reach out and contact us. We also help with strategic planning for churches as well. Uh, so if you need some help with strategic planning or looking at restructuring how you do church to align more with scripture, Let us know. We would love to help with that. You can go to our website, www.madetheexchange.com to learn more about what we do and what our uh, ministry offers. Thank you guys so much for listening to Awakening the Sleeping Giant. We're looking forward to the next episode. Until next time, the Awakening the Sleeping Giant podcast is part of the exchange which is a ministry of Made the Exchange International and Karamdeo Association of Churches. For more information, go to our website, www.madetheexchange.com.